So the big question is this. How is it possible for opposites to not only attract, but have a successful marriage, to communicate more effectively, to have productive conflict, and truly understand one another? That's the question, and this podcast is the answer. So get ready, because we're spilling all the tea. We are Aaron and Jessica Moore, and welcome to the Marriage Success Podcast. So today we are going to be reading off some unpopular opinions about marriage, and we're going to be talking about how we feel. So this is actually part one, and we are going to do this in two parts. So you want to go ahead and read the first opinion. Yes, I will. So, number one is, I think that soulmates 100% exist. However, I think you can have more than one. So, what you think about that one? This one's a little tough for me, but uh, I think it's just, you just find that one. That's just how I feel about it. How do you feel about it? I think that you can have soulmates in different areas of your life. Oh, that's good. So, how I feel, like, when I think about soulmates, I don't think about it in a way that it's like, you know, like a mate, I guess. Like, people that are meant to be in your life. So, I kind of take that perspective of, like, do you have people that you feel like are meant to be a part of your life? For me, I think I have people in my life who is like, okay, I don't know, this person cool, but... I don't know if they are going to be around that long. I also have people in my life that's like, that I'm kind of like, this person was meant to be in my life. So I'm about to look up the definition of a soulmate just to make sure. Because I know sometimes I'll be feeling different from what it really is. So a soulmate is a person ideally suited to another as a close friend or romantic partner. So Since you put it that way, okay. I might I can change my answer up a little bit because. Well, when, I wasn't finished. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> so that's how I look at it when it when it comes to a soulmate. I think that I have people in my life that's like I couldn't imagine my life without them. Like with you, I couldn't imagine my life without you. Like I feel like you were perfectly suited for me. <laughs> I also feel as though my graphic designer. Is perfectly suited for me. We have been working together for a few years, and I feel like I couldn't imagine my life without my graphic designer because he understands me. He gets me. I could just give him an idea or a vision for how I want something, and he delivers so much better than I would have thought. So, like, in that case, I feel like in my area, in that area of my business, when it comes to my branding, he's been there through everything. He's been there through Gorgeous Creations. He helped out with Little Miss Raven. He put together the brand for Lead the Masses and everything in between. So even our foster care business, he did the logo and stuff for that. So I couldn't imagine my life, honestly, without my graphic designer. And then my friend Pooh, I couldn't imagine my life without Pooh either. She is the only person who knows me inside and out, everything about me, like, and just everything, anything I've been through. She's been there, like, and we've been friends for years, so I just feel like when it comes to me thinking about soulmates, I feel like 
you can have more than one soulmate. Yeah, when you put it that way. Now, I didn't know the definition of it, but now that I do know, yeah, you can have more than one soulmate, but for me at the moment, I'm kind of in that long wolf status. So, yeah, my soulmate is you and you only at the moment, but Aww. but I am taking applications. Or I am looking, <laughs> so keep an eye out for me, but yeah. Yeah, so I see like on here, it just says... It's talking about specifically with marriage and if you can be married, outgrow that partner and find another soulmate. That, I I mean, I'm not going to say you can't. It's not something I could see myself doing. I think that people grow together. And if you outgrow the other person, it's like, I don't, I don't know. It's maybe an area of their life that they didn't work on or y'all didn't work on together. So as far as that, I couldn't see myself in my marriage saying I outgrew my spouse and somebody else is my soulmate out there. So in that perspective, then definitely I don't agree with that. Yeah, I mean neither uh, uh spouse is someone you do in my opinion, you do uh you life with so you know I don't feel like you shouldn't be replacing them at all. But on to question uh well not question but statement number two is every couple should live together for at least one year before getting married. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, for us, look, we did live together right before we got married. We so. No, we didn't. You was just over every day. You had your own I was, address. I was in and out. <laughs> Coming from your place all the time. So, so like, I don't know. That's a, uh, I guess if you, if that's how you feel. I so mean, do you think that so do you think that a married couple, if you've seen a married couple, well, not a married couple, if you've seen a couple that was like, you know what, I think we want to get married, would you say live together for one year before you decide to get married? Uh, I'm going to go with, to me, yeah. So that's that's what I feel like we did. So. Uh, I don't know. I would say no. I don't think that you have to live together to get married. I feel like with us we were together for a year before we got married but it was with the intention to actually get married so i mean i don't know i guess i would say i think it's a difference i feel like if you still got your own address then we technically not living together so i that's why i say no because at the end of the day if you wanted to you could have got up and went home right now in our house that we in right now, you can't go home because this is home. This is living together. But, hey, maybe it's just me. Anyway, so number three says, no marriage is broken by a third party. It says that if it's broken by a third party, it was already hopelessly flawed to begin with. You might not have realized it. So, what you think about that? That's, that's a real good one. I'm going to, if it feels like that's right to me, because, I mean, if somebody comes in and just says something and y'all just break it loose right there, that means something wasn't, something was right from the get-go. But that just reminds me of, uh, man, just keeping yourself in line, really. But have we had any issues in that? 
our marriage being broken by a third party. No, I mean, even when we talked about our other episode, Moving Beyond Infidelity, it was more of us figuring out the parts of our marriage that we neglected that led to that. So, I think that would be the same case. I think that okay. the only two people that could break a marriage are the people that's in a marriage. And nobody else can break what was not built on a solid foundation to begin with. So, I think okay. that when we got married, we built a solid foundation to the best of what we knew. Okay, that makes sense. So. But it wasn't what it needed to be because neither one of us had a role model. So I don't yeah, believe that's that, true. Could, that a third party could break up a marriage. So Okay. Next one says, Weddings are so expensive and the people getting married barely get to enjoy their big day. So says, during a wedding, the couple is constantly running around trying to talk to all the guests and take pictures. I would rather spend that money on the honeymoon and spend that time with the person I love. What you think? That, our wedding, that, was, that wasn't all that bad to me. I mean, what, what was it under, like, 10? How much did we spend, like, 10000 or less? Yeah, but I think it's more of the part about not enjoying the the day is hey they constantly run around trying to talk to all the guests and take pictures i don't think that day was to me i didn't feel that type of pressure i didn't feel that type of way yeah i, mean, I, I enjoy taking the pictures i mean i i didn't feel that way i don't regret having our wedding but at the same time i think it's different because when we had our wedding we was already married yeah that's awesome. so how many years we had already been married Mm. We have been married for almost a year and a half. Yeah, yeah. So I think that's kind of different. And one reason why we didn't have the wedding and the marriage at the same time is so we could focus on the marriage first. Yes, yep, most definitely. Yeah, so I mean, I guess I would say that it depends on how you do it. So Yeah. You can go with the next one. So number five. A woman should not have her father walk her down the aisle. It signifies her dad giving her his permission for their marriage, which isn't needed. And it also says, which implies she was owned by her dad, and now she is being given to her husband to be owned by him. Most times, the woman has her father's last name. If she has her father's last name and he's giving her away and she's taking her husband's last name, what would that go to the fact that you don't need your husband's last name? Have me having your last name, that don't mean that you own me. That means we are one. So I don't see it that way. I think that was kind of a reach right there. Yeah, that just sounds that sounds kind of crazy to me. You know, as the, as the father of the household, we take care of everybody and I don't see it as being owned I see it as you know you know you're the man of the household you, you take care you know take care of your wife you take care of your kids and they're under you not owned by you but under your umbrella and so he now gives over you know his daughter for another man to take care of not to be owned by 
So that's how I kind of see that. Never nothing owned. Yeah. So next one says social media has literally ruined weddings. So let's see. It says in the midst of wedding planning, I felt so much pressure to have a perfect, gorgeous wedding because that's what we're bombarded with on Instagram and Pinterest. Social media has driven up the price of all wedding-related products. People are literally going into thousands of dollars of debt to be seen as perfect. I feel like a lot of weddings have lost their true intentions. So, with this one, social media has ruined weddings. I, I don't agree with that. So, what I think it is, is people are trying to impress people that don't really give a dog on about them. With us, our wedding, it was nothing about social media. Like, I don't do it for the gram. So <laughs> Me neither. Never have, never will. So, if you feel that much pressure to do something and spend money that you don't have for social media, then you got bigger issues. Especially yeah. if that's how you're going to go into your marriage. So... I don't think that social media has done anything but expose people for who they truly are. Yeah. Oh, with me, I've never been a big fan of social media anyway. So, if I don't know, if you gotta take it that far, we gotta reevaluate some things before you before you get married yourself. Cause yeah, I'm not impressing anybody. So the next one says. If I want children, I absolutely do not need another person to validate that. Then it says, I've reached a point in my life where I know I'm capable of handling my own thing. I'm very much looking to be a mom, but have zero interest in being a wife. So basically, this one is saying that you can have children and you don't need another person. So I guess they want to just be a yeah being single. It says I'm happy being single, and they just want a family. I mean, <laughs> to each his own, but it yeah. takes a lot with both of us. So I don't think anybody needs to validate anybody. But at the same time, I'm not walking around encouraging people to have children to intentionally become single parents. Single parenting is hard. Yes, yes, it is. If if that's what floats your boat, be my guest. I'm not going to judge you anyway. But for me, I, I need help. So, <laughs> I need, yeah, I need help. So, let's wrap it up with this one. It says, marriage is not a requirement. Stop letting friends and family pressure you into something you're not ready to do or don't want to do at all. You don't have to get married. Don't get married out of obligation. Mm, good one. Good one there. So for me, marriage was a requirement. <laughs> I didn't. Well, I just felt like if either I'm going to be married or I'm going to be single. It was no long-term relationship goals for me. I'm not saying marriage is required. However, I'm not sitting in a relationship with somebody for 5, 10, 20 years and we still calling each other boyfriend and girlfriend. So marriage is definitely the end goal for me being with somebody. So I know like you were my only adult relationship and the goal, if it wasn't marriage, then we wouldn't have been where we at right now. So Yeah, and uh, same with for me is Marriage was a requirement as well. I've always knew that once I get to a certain point in my life, I was like, 
And I didn't see no point in chasing women around like that, no way. And so I always knew that marriage is, marriage is what I wanted. So it's, yeah, it's, it's been a requirement for me as well. All right. Well, like I said, we're going to have to wrap it up there. So this was part one. Definitely, definitely make sure not to miss part two and three. We probably have to put this into three parts because it's long. So, that was part one. Thank you for making it to the end of this video. And we will see you all in the next podcast. Bye. See you guys later. Would you like to start taking steps to a successful marriage in as little as 10 minutes per week? If so, visit MarriageSuccessPodcast.com for all of our tools and resources.